Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kalea Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. Yeah. I am so excited right now because one of the best people in the world is sitting with us in our podcast room. Yes. Yeah. So we have a very special guest. His name is Chef Dan, also known as Daniel Elliott Pundik. And he is the chef, executive chef at Local Tap House and Kitchen, also known as LTH here in Oceanside, California. He is partner, operator, chef, busboy, food ninja, food <laughs> farm ninja. to table chef. Yes. Wow. So all of the above, he is a superman. So we're really excited to have you here. Hi. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you for excited, being honored, happy. Can't believe I'm here. This is awesome. <laughs> I can't believe you're here either because you're always working. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you for carving out the time to be here for us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So first of all, before we get started in all of the stuff, chef world, right. how do you guys know each other? Okay, so I am walking down the street. We just moved to um, Tremont, South Tremont, and I'm walking down the street, and it's early in the morning, and I see this brand new place open on the corner, and all the windows are open. It's open, but it's like nine in the morning, and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what's going on here? So I walk up, lo and behold, there's this brand new restaurant I've never even heard about. There's, I don't know, I would say 10 giant, beautiful, brand new TV screens <laughs> all showing the World Cup. So this was, I was going to ask what year that was. Apparently that was four years ago. Right. Because we're in World yep. Cup again. And I was so blown away. Was it four years or was it eight years? Oh. F- four. Okay. Four. Okay. It was four. four. All right. Yeah. yeah. I was so blown away. I was like. Feels like eight. Yeah. <laughs> it's four. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I walked in and the whole place blew my mind and it continues to blow my mind. And that, of course, is the local tap house. Yeah. I think I was teaching yoga that morning and you were looking for a place to watch the, the World Cup. Yes. Because we, we don't have cable. We don't have TV. So he calls me and I get out of my yoga class and he says, baby, you have to come down here. I found this new place. They're open for the World Cup. I'm here watching. It's 9.30 in the morning. So that was the very first time you met Chef Dan. <laughs> yes, that okay. was the first time I but met Chef Dan. But then you found out that you have a connection. So our roots run super deep because his brother, Jordan, plays with a band called Newfound Glory, who I originally met in 2001 on the Warp Tour. Ooh, yes. that was your first Warp Tour. Yeah, that was the yeah. very first Warp Tour. And they were a much better and bigger band. And we the, were... Than you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were basically, we were kind of like the, the Volcom slaves where <laughs> we would have to build and construct this Warp Tour stage made out of wood and bolts. That I remember that. Barely, I swear to you, this thing barely held anybody on it. And... In the middle of some people's sets, we used to have to go and go under the stage while people are jumping around with equipment. And like, you know, these are like... Humble beginnings. Yes. And we'd have to go and bolt while they were playing underneath the stage to make sure that the stage held its integrity. And it oh, was. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch. We used to send Ramy under there because a oh, yeah a he could fit the easiest, 
And uh, he was just really fast, too. He's, he was like, I like this whole ninja thing, so I'm going to go with it. <laughs> he was our stage ninja. And, I like uh, it. And, yeah, so he was able to, to save a lot of performances that year on the Warp Tour. That's Thanks, awesome. Yeah. And then um, we rehooked with Newfound, I think, in 07. And then we just did, uh, I mean, two years ago, we did the, the Warp Tour together as well. So a lot of music and a lot of association. And then not only that, but all of the bands that uh, come down this way, especially the band named Iration, also loves to stop at the local tap house. I mean, constantly. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's Reg- definitely a regular. meeting ground yeah, for they bands. Are yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their meetings there. So how did you get started with local tap house? How did you meet Gabe? Well, I was uh, chefing around San Diego, and I was at Rancho Valencia Resort and out in Rancho Santa Fe. And, you know, I had a second child on the way, my son Dylan, and we decided to move back to Florida and going to Florida. I went there, was there with family. Um, I was working at a hotel there and I decided that I missed California and Oceanside and San Diego. So we came back and I started looking for a job and kind of searching and reaching out to other chefs and different people. And <clears throat> somehow I got connected with Gabe through another uh, chef and ended up having a conversation with him and pulled up to the place and it was under construction and just barely under construction and didn't see anything there or anyone there and drove around the building four or five, six times. And finally he came outside and waved to me and was like, Hey, I'm over here. And he was in construction gear. And I was like, Oh great. Like, what am I getting into kind of thing? And I pulled up, met him, had a great conversation with him. We both had the same common goal of kind of creating this place for locals to hang out. And we started up and next thing we knew we had people coming in the door. And yeah, people opening, like me at nine yeah, o'clock in opening the for World Cup, not even knowing what we were doing. And if we were sure if we wanted to open that day and right. sure enough, people came. I was so blown away. So, so wait, wait, that was opening day? Very first day? That was, so we did a soft opening a couple days before. Okay. And it was just for family. And we kind of just opened the doors that next weekend and people just started rolling in. No, no publicity, no promoting, just... <laughs> Wanted to see who would walk by and who would who would stroll I in. Love it. And I love it. It's consistently busy. And now, still through word of mouth, with no, you know, publicity and paying to be in magazines or anything like that. It's just been a word of mouth kind of place. Those and, are my favorite businesses. And it, and it works for us. So mm-hmm. we said, if we ever slow down, we'll we'll start to promote in local magazines and things like that. But we just haven't had to, and you know, it's a it's a blessing. So. We're, yeah. we're happy to be in Oceanside and absolutely with the locals. and it's So so that's another thing I wanted to ask you was um, Oceanside, at the time that you guys came in, there yeah. was nothing going on like you. Now there seems to be like this, I would say, a culinary, culinary revolution going on in Oceanside. It's one of my favorite towns to eat through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, but, but back then, I mean, you know, there was the lighthouse. That's it. Last affordable coastal town. Uh-huh. <laughs> North really County. Is. Yeah. And you guys came in and you just opened something up like this. It took, a, you know, and that, that in itself takes a, a lot of balls in the sense of, okay, well, I mean, we're got a lot of money invested in this. Are we going to be able to, to spearhead through the kind of reputation that this town, you know, came with? Yeah. But um, we, it's, it's done nothing but incredibleness. And we took that into play, writing the menu and the atmosphere. We, we knew, you know, what our clientele was and right. how to approach it and... You know, we still try and give them what they want. Right. Beers, food, you know, they ask for certain things. We try and do it, 
try and do fundraisers for the local community, local yeah, farms. Yeah, I noticed that. So recently you did a fundraiser. So you do a lot of giving back to the community. We do a we do a raise the pint is what we call it. So right. we donate. Mm-hmm. We basically give back a dollar for every pint that we sell mm-hmm. um, for the whole weekend. And we've done it for multiple organizations, just local people that have come to us that have said, hey, my aunt's fighting cancer and we want to raise money. And how can we, how can you guys get involved? And it's kind of something that Gabe and myself and everyone else there believes in. And we, you know, we try and do it at least once a month and just give back to whatever local organization needs it. So it's more of a grassroots local than it is a big, huge nonprofit. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great because sometimes you don't know where the money's going. Yeah. So to be able to know specifically this is where we're giving our money to, it's, it's, I think that's a much better idea. Absolutely. Pretty cool. And you also support local farms. Yep. So tell us about, I know for a fact that you support Cyclops because we went to one of the dinners there and we'll talk about that in a second. But tell me about your connection with Cyclops Farms. So farmer Luke, he's uh, he's been in Oceanside forever. He was the farmer for West Steakhouse for a long time and he decided that he wanted to go out on his own and do his own farming and grow what he wants to grow and pick the chefs he wants to grow for and the community he wanted to grow for and I kind of always knew of him in the chef world because he ran a farm that you know the chef would go to and it was a farm to table restaurant so I kind of followed what they were doing and when I heard he opened in Oceanside um, and I came to Oceanside he kind of opened a little bit kind of right after we did and started planting and growing all his vegetables and I knew it was something we had to support and being right in the backyard and wanting to get him off the ground and keep water flowing over there and keep vegetables growing. I knew we had to buy stuff from him so he could do that. And we kind of just developed this great relationship since and doing the farm dinners and the water bill dinners. And um, those farm dinners, by the way, are incredible. They're beautiful. Yeah, The one that you invited me and Melanie to that one day. So uh, for the listeners out there, basically, they just set up this beautiful um, little area where a chef can come up and prepare their meals and people have this community to sit down in the farm yeah in the dirt in the dirt in in the the farm farm. with some festoons uh, next to the vegetables next to the vegetables you're actually in it and it's such a cool experience to go and And a guy playing the banjo yep and you you basically just to get to um you get to see your food and it's incredible in that kind of it's a family-run farm wife kids grandmother they all work there. They all plant the vegetables. They pick the vegetables. All organic. We sell their uh, strawberries on multiple things in the restaurant and, and kale and zucchini and things like that. Right. Beautiful. So, yeah. okay, so the, the water, what is it, the water bill dinners? The water bill dinners. That because basically the money goes straight to it, the water it bill. It goes yeah. back, yeah, to the water <laughs> bill equipment on the farm. Um, I'm sure paying whatever help he has up there on the farm. Absolutely. It's a small three acre farm that, you know, it's, it's run by him and his family. So mm-hmm. anything we can do to help him is, is huge. Right. Oh, how fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I remember Luke used to be, um, behind the grill at yeah. Hill Street Cafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back yeah. He's, in the day as well. Yeah. yeah he's worked at, uh, for Wrench and Rodent yep. when it was Fish Joint back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's been a local dude. So yeah. it's like to support him, he's supported us, and it's pretty cool. He'll, yeah, he'll, he'll grow what we want. I can say I want this, you know, purple daikon. I want purple carrots. And, Incredible. And he'll, just, he'll, and he'll, grow he'll, he'll plant them and bring yeah. them in. So, yeah, so you, cool. on the artistic side, you can actually plant or you can plant your menu 
Yeah. And then have him plant what you need from that menu. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. Fantastic. Farm to table. That is. That's really cool. Yeah. And then what about Palmquist? So there's an, is it elementary school or middle school? It's an elementary school and it's actually run by a retired math teacher that was the teacher there. And it's a program that the students get to be involved in and Mm -hmm. they basically learn how to farm. They learn uh, all the different ways, hydroponically, um, they grow in dirt, they grow with fish tanks, they they learn every aspect of it and why it's important and incredible. They bring the produce to us weekly. That is um, so rad. I had a friend whose son went to Palmquist and yeah. he was part of that program. So there you and go. He was so proud that his vegetables were being served at local tap house. That's really he, cool. Yeah, he was super, tell us super that. cool. They need to we, do that everywhere. We hear all it the all the time too, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, I think that's great when when kids are now learning where their food comes from. Yep. You know, it's not just a, a salad and, and, or. A and burger. they're serving yeah. that. They're serving that produce <clears throat> in the school cafeteria on their oh, salad nice. bar. They're making the salad bar up with the veggies that they're growing. Oh my gosh! And that's we cool. never had that in school. We didn't no. have a salad bar. No, we didn't have anything fun like that. We had nope. math. We had canned pineapple. <laughs> yeah. That was our vegetable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mexican pizza. Right. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even have something like that. This no. is Hawaii. Like, we had, like, sloppy joes. Spam. Pineapple chunks. Coleslaw. <laughs> a whole wheat roll. It was the, the most disgusting <laughs> lunch ever. I mean lunch ladies. You know, oh, man. Those old <laughs> Portuguese lunch ladies were so mean. Um, to tell you the truth... Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's when I actually first started fasting. <laughs> With school lunch, avoiding school, school lunch. lunch. Yeah. So, wow. Think, it goes I, all the way back to then. Right. I knew just instinctually that my health would be so much better if I didn't invite those toxins that they were serving <laughs> into my body. <laughs> no school wow. lunch for you. No school lunch for you. So, but, now we've gone all the way full circle and now schools are growing their own organic food and serving it to the children. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. And, and restaurants. Yeah. They're serving it to yeah. the restaurants. So It just makes, to- like when you just think about it and you break it down for a second, it makes complete sense. Like, yeah. yes, of course we should do this. Yeah. Why would we do this any other way? Why do I need a tomato from Peru? And we <laughs> and it's just that don- we donate and they bring us a huge box every week and oh. it's super cool. Awesome. And so wait, are you able to be inspired from the ingredients that they're making as well? Absolutely. Incredible. And yeah. so you... you uh, integrate the uh the menu that way yeah like, oh, okay so this is what the kids brought me let's do something like this yep oh that's so fun it's super cool so and there's another question too being so successful now um and being such a visionary with your food because if look if you haven't been to a local tap house you really need to check it out and the menu is nothing like i know and so there's a lot of um uh, I would say uh, just forefront thinking and uh, I'm always blown away by what chef does and the menu is constantly maneuvering as well um, basically because of the ingredients and what's, what's happening here but chef being so busy and having the work schedule that you do and having your family and doing all the things uh, that we'll talk about later as well how do you balance that art and business because for me you know having that that creative side of with my music and what I do there and also, you know, owning a record label, there is a couple hats that you have to wear. So where do you find balance in, in making sure that the vision and the business gets enough care? Well, the business and the customers always come first. Okay. You know, I have a family. I have two kids, a wife. Um, 
they absolutely come first as well. Right. So it's like you said, trying to find the balance of being a dad and a husband and getting to work on time and mm-hmm. getting the customers fed and making sure we're ready to feed them and every, you know, all of our mise en place and all of our things are in place. Right. Um, it's really hard to find the balance, you yeah. know? So I, I would say that, you know, my days off, I try and pack it in with everything I need to do. And I also try and find things that make me happy. Right. Um, I like fishing. Awesome. You know, I went fishing this past weekend. We went to Lake Cuyamaca over here uh, just past Julian and just kind of fished for the day and caught some bass with my kids. And it was fun being on the lake and just kind of being in nature, in nature. and in the atmosphere. So and that's one way that you balance. I balance in, and I feel recharged and right. I feel like I can think and process my thoughts and my phone doesn't ring. And, yes. And I can think about a menu idea or a new restaurant idea or we can, you know, just talk about school stuff with my kids. And that, that kind of re- regenerates me, revitalizes mm-hmm. me, that, keeps, that, keeps me going. That nature connection that you just uh, brought up is so crucial to me as well. Yeah. Because I'll be here in the studio and just get to a certain point where I have to just walk out. Yeah. Go to the beach and get away from it all. And that's where I do find my balance. Yeah. The turnoff switch is my balance. You know, and so that, and so that's so that's beautiful. It's tough, but, and know, and yeah. good music. You know, listen to a Pepper album, something like that. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. keeps or you the going. Iration, Iration, yeah. bump an Iration yeah. album. I, uh, because <laughs> you uh, know. for you guys that can't see that, Chef is wearing an Iration hoodie. I am, which yeah. by the way looks really good. I'm gonna you have know, to hit up Micah right now for that. Thank you, Micah, for the sweater. <laughs> I think he gave it to me. I need another one, actually. <laughs> I'll take that one. You can yeah. have it. <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's amazing how many bands in this genre come to your restaurant yeah it's kind of like the meeting place in between orange county or la and san diego if bands are driving through and i mean we have rory here from revolution yeah, yeah. in the area um iration always comes down yeah Other guys meet there. it's kind of because of you guys i think and you know <laughs> All of you guys louise yeah <laughs> you know you you strolled in that day and ever since the rest has been history well the passion that i have for football is quite strong so when this and by the way there's nobody showing football yeah football there's nobody not american football yeah yeah there's nobody showing the world cup yeah we were we were bummed america didn't make it this year we were going to do a big party and a big you can still have a big party i I know yeah i know i I don't it's not me i'm not going to say who i usually root for but We'll, we'll, we'll avoid that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Keep politics out. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But are you going to be playing the World Cup this year? We you are. Know? Okay. We are. Because Kaleo is going to be on tour. So okay. Bringing that back up. We'll be ready for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll have to go we're, on my walk and meet friends at LTH. Yep. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll be ready. It's okay because, uh, you know, we've been waiting for this next tour that we're doing this summer for about 10 years now. Because wow. we haven't toured with Stupid since 2008. That's going to be awesome. It's been 10 years. Wow. So even though, cool. even yeah, even though I'm gonna miss the World Cup at local tap house, which sucks, you'll watch it somewhere. I'm gonna be with the boys, and we're gonna, you know, it's 11 week tour, so then I'll wow. be back in September. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Gone till September. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Oh, gone to November. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now let's get back on food. Back on track. Yeah. Okay. So you, your menu is really creative. How do you, where's your test kitchen? Is it at home with your wife and kids or is it with employees or do you It's just with employees. It's in, the, it's in the current kitchen and we just kind of 
you know, we'll get something on Thursdays. We have a farmer's market truck that comes right into our parking lot and we'll see new ingredients there. And maybe we'll, we'll pull it in the kitchen and chop it up and see how we can cook it and what we can do with it and how we could tie it into a new dish or, you know, try and change the ingredient with the season. The truck Mm -hmm. only brings kind of what's seasonal. Like right now, lots of citrus is coming through the way that we should eat. Actually, we should. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. the healthiest way to eat. We should. What's yeah. going yeah. around your and local. Yeah, right. a lot of it's local and a lot of it's seasonal. And it's that's where you're going to find the best product. So, mm-hmm. What is the most popular menu item, do you think? The best seller? I know the, that's probably really challenging to know. The best seller, I want, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's our Brussels sprouts. And for a chef, it's uh, Brussels sprouts are kind of known as a cop-out kind of <laughs> kind of dish to have on your menu yeah and you know what and it's it's they're labor intensive you have to cut every individual one and we sell so many of them i can't take them off the menu we get death threats to the restaurant if i do i tried i changed them once and it was like yeah i'm out of here yeah how dare you yeah right yeah so i had to hide my face when that happened so i'm gonna you know keep them the way they are and keep them on the menu but we sell a lot of them a lot of vegetables we do cauliflower appetizer and um Lots of tuna, local tuna. We buy from some local guys that we bring in. Nice. I just and love all of the sourcing that you're doing. Does how much? I mean, this must take a lot of time as well. Or do you it, just? Get it into- does that first, but people start to come. They okay. just they okay. realize you're busy and you have a restaurant, and they'll show up. And if we can make it work, we'll we'll get what we can from them. If not, you know, specialty produce is a local San Diego company that buys from a lot of local farms, and oh, oh, they can nice bring that stuff to us as well. So you can source where cool. they're getting their yeah. stuff from. And us. on Thursdays, they send a truck right to their restaurant and it has, you know, loaded with local stuff. They'll weigh everything right there. We purchase what we want and bring it in. It's pretty cool. It's my favorite thing in the world because it all starts with food for me. I mean, health, it all starts with food and it all yeah. starts with not food in that sense, you know. And so um, what I mean by that is not having too much to eat. And yeah. then when you do eat, eat the best things you can eat. And hopefully there are in season. Yeah. That you're eating those foods too. Like I said, I don't eat a tomato from Peru. It's just it's really important to me that, that people listen to this conversation and go, "Wow, okay, there's so much that I can do." Yeah. Instead of just you know get a bag of tater tots out of the freeze, frozen yeah. food section, and then that's my breakfast potatoes. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you live in Oceanside, Saturdays, I believe around 11 a.m., Cyclops Farms is open to the public. You can go check it out, walk around, buy produce. Oh, like it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, good. It's up in Fire yeah. Mountain. Oh, up in Fire Mountain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Please put there that in the show notes. Is he That's still fantastic. open on Wednesdays or just Saturdays? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. okay. He may have stopped Wednesdays. Okay. You have to check. Yep. I'm always teaching Saturday Facebook. Morning, so you're going to have to go for me. There That's you go. Not, yeah, that's easy. <laughs> I would love to. There and, you, go. you know, you go get to meet your vegetables. <clears throat> yeah. I'll meet right. you there. Yeah. If you want to go. Oh, I would love to. We'll get some veggies. I'm open on Saturday. It's perfect. <laughs> so one of the cool things that, about Oceanside and the whole culinary industry in Oceanside is I know that there's a lot of support with the restaurants. Everyone seems to support one another. Yep. I always see other proprietors and workers from other restaurants at yours and vice versa. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like Oceanside is the hottest, best town for food <laughs> drinks culinary yeah so i mean why wouldn't all these people want to hang out at each other's places mm-hmm. and all of these chefs we do these dinners together up at the farm and you know other events throughout san diego that we do together um everyone has a good friendship i think everyone is 
busy. Everyone is happy with, you know, what they've got going on. And Mm -hmm. we all just kind of work together. We promote each other, I think, if anything. You know, one restaurant promotes in one magazine. It just brings more people to town. And um, it's great. It's such a nice time to see it because it's so brand new. Yeah. And it's, it's that unity yeah unity really it's it really is just a great feeling of like oh because me and melanie love like i said we love to eat our way through oceanside yeah and we get to see all these different places come up and you know change little things and and whatnot it's really encouraging it's fantastic i think as new things pop up people are excited and they go check it out and you know they still support everybody that's cool yeah like you said there's a lot of unity right and it's just bringing more people outside of oceanside to experience these flavors yeah. right if throughout, everyone throughout succeeds everyone. then it's better for all yeah 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 and it's that mindset too of the you know you don't have to be afraid you shouldn't come from a place of fear there's of abundance there's yeah. abundance for everybody if you just allow it and if you're just concentrating on what you do mm-hmm. the best for your place yes and just Absolutely. keep that attention there yeah instead mm-hmm. of worrying about what anyone else is worrying about you bring it into you no know, this is what I've got going on. And that's just something good to remind each other and remember for ourselves. Like, oh no, this is my thing right here. And I need to make sure that instead of criticizing anybody else or being afraid or worrying what anyone else is doing, whatever I'm doing is the best that I can make it. Like that's, yeah. And that's one of the cool things about all these restaurants that are coming up. There's a lot of unity and there's a lot of focus in what they're doing, especially a local tap house. Speaking of restaurants coming up, what can you share with us about your new your new venture? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, we're yeah. we're in the process of building um, a new spot called Exhale. Uh huh. Sounds like a yoga studio, but it's not. <laughs> Maybe we'll do yoga in the in the afternoons there. Melody, um, you can teach. We're yeah. talking about only opening for dinner uh, to start. Okay. And maybe Sunday brunch, and it's going to be a complete wood fire fueled restaurant. Okay. So we're looking at... This just um, reminds me of like some kind of like Nordic restaurant. I, 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 I don't know what it's going to be yet. Oh. I'm going to... The the wood, we're going to we're gonna burn white oak and California red oak, and we're going to let that inspire the food and the meal. Oh, and incredible. The farmer's market truck and, you know, right. char and flavor. And we're, we're going to have three different cooking elements, an oven, a grill, a smoker, and we're going to let that just be the star of the show. Are you saying five to nine kind of hours? Maybe four to ten. Oh, all right. Something like that. that. I like yeah, that maybe too. you can get a drink before you eat kind of right. thing. Right. Cocktails oh. and nice open environment, kind of like LTH. And yeah. we're going to be directly across the street from ourselves. I was just about to say that. So we're going to compete with ourselves, <laughs> and we like it that way. <laughs> yeah. But yet be in unity with yourself. Be yeah. in unity. It's going to be our, our redheaded stepchild. Well, the, fun, it's gonna be. The, the funny thing is, is that yeah, local tap house, whenever I drive by, is always packed. And I'm like, hmm, oh, Exhale's open right now. Let's shove over there. But I, yeah. I mean, to tell you the truth, I'm going to be at Exhale no matter what. I yeah. can't wait to try this place. Well, didn't I hear that you're building like an eight-foot grill? We are. Like from Argentina. We Joyo are. and I traveled oh Argentina. And these are it's, what they call parisha in Argentina. It's, it's parisha. from Texas. But it is an Argentina really grill. Argentina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, it's NorCal um, Oven Works, and they build custom braceros and grills. And 
it's going to be pretty badass. And Is it one of those that have the different levels? It does. It has different levels. It has a bracero in the back. It's only powered by wood. Mm-hmm. And it's going to look cool. It's going <laughs> to set a it's going to set a cool vibe in the in the environment and going to let out a good smell and I'm excited to throw food Melanie, on it and get a get a menu going for it. Melanie, does this at all remind you of Miranda? Oh. Miranda, exactly. Uh-oh. So there is a restaurant in Argentina in Buenos Aires that oh. we went to, I don't even know how many Every times. single night for we three weeks. We were there weeks. for three weeks, yeah. <laughs> and they had this big, long parisha grill. And all of the meat, what I appreciated about it, because I don't eat the, the meat, yes. was all the meat was on one level and all the vegetables were on another level. We're going to do the same. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited. Well, and not only that, but Chef, like... <laughs> we actually had the grill split, I think, uh, 70-30. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. Is how it was split. So Beautiful. I cannot tell you. Like I'm <laughs> wood, And there's a wood oven right next to it. I mean, it's going to be a nice setting and... I'm well, excited yeah. for the food that's going to come out of there. Well, I've, I've seen what uh, you and Gabe and everyone at Local Tap House has done with their um, that space. So I'm just so anticipating Exhale. This is mm-hmm. going to be a good one. I'm really excited about this. And you just say grill and wood and meat, and I'm in. <laughs> I'm basically in. Sounds so good. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm so Mario's happy about in heaven. this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um I know it's a little premature, but when do you think that'll be up and running before June? We're uh, no, you know, we're we're not rushing it because we have LTH to run, and we want to get right. through the summer crowd in Oceanside. And okay. so I think August, the end of August, we're going to shoot for, and we'll probably oh. just soft open, and we'll call you guys as we get right when I as get we're back. ready. Yeah, so what a coincidence. Yep, we we you know I think it'll be ready and and ready to go, but we're going to take our time and make it right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So excited for you guys, man. That's really just good to hear. Yeah. So it sounds like you have a lot going on. And I thought you were busy before. (laughs) About to get busier. About to get busier. (laughs) When was the last time you took a vacation? The last time I took a vacation. Hmm. (laughs) You know, I try and take extra days off on my days off. Right. Then those feel like little vacations. But the real last real vacation, I actually went to Maui. Uh, just my wife, no kids. That was a minute. Ago. It was it was the first year LTH was open. I yeah. worked about six, seven months straight without a day off, and and then we left. We yeah. were just like, let's go, let's relax. Never been to Hawaii before. It was my first time. Awesome. Um, Want to go to the Big Island? Well, you're definitely gonna have to. I'm going yeah. to. The flavors. The <laughs> Maybe flavors, after we open Exhale. Yeah, the flavors you know? there you're gonna just love as well. Yeah. And of course, before you get there, we're gonna have to have a whole debriefing. We will at Exhale. We will. We'll have a whole debriefing. <laughs> we will. We'll and go I'm through everything. Tell you everything and all the places you need to go. Get, I'm ready. Get the food. From. I'm holding you guys to it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine if Chef Dan went to Kona? And open up an exhale. To there. open, oh my gosh, be or awesome. Tap house, all of it. <laughs> Whenever you Whatever. guys are ready, let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Do you have anything else coming up? No. Okay. No. <laughs> just good. Like, Take no, a breath. Do not put anything. Else just on that I'm, our focus is is exhale and really developing what we want to do there. So awesome. awesome. Yeah. I just like to say too uh, for for you and Gabe, um, the staff at local tap house has always been they're the shit stunning. they're awesome they've yeah. been everyone they're all really hot girls yeah yeah well stun- no 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 comment my yeah. kitchen staff is <laughs> yeah. the, probably one of the hardest working crews in oceanside yeah. See, hands I down they, yeah i haven't they're yeah always so busy they go to war every day yeah. and they're well, willing to die for the place in that many people yeah and you know those people are just working 
yeah. constantly in motion. Yeah. And so, I mean, everyone from the front of house to the kitchen, everyone yeah. is fantastic. We wouldn't be able to move on and open something else if they weren't yeah. as great as it's they are. Such a really, yeah. really good family. Yeah. There. So um, if you haven't been to a local tap house, please go down and see Chef Dan um, and all everyone there. And so I'm excited for everything that you guys are doing. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to get Jordan. Love you guys. I love you, brother. I'm going to get Jordan's number. I want him on the podcast. We'll next. get him in here. Yeah, so he's can... He brought me to Oceanside. He, yeah. He's he's uh, been in Oceanside longer than I have. So Yeah, that's so fantastic. Get him on. I love it. All yeah. right. Thank you guys so much for checking right, us thanks. out. Thanks. Peace. Bye. Bye.